and welcome, friends, to another episode of the Literatica Book Club. This week, we are going over a short story that we've mentioned a number of times in our podcast thus far, Twice the Growl, the first book in the Paranormal Dating Agency by Millie Tatum. So, in this book, Talia Barca, or Barca, there's no accent on it, so we're not sure exactly how it's intended to be pronounced. Uh, She uses the services of the paranormal dating agency hoping for a decent guy to take to a family wedding. A wedding her ex-husband has wormed his way into as a guest. Connor and Theron want Tally to complete their alpha triad. She's sexy, curvy and funny, but catch, she's human. And they're not sure she'll go for a relationship with two men at the same time. As if deciding to give two men a shot wasn't difficult enough, Tally will also have to deal with a threat from the pack that we will be bringing up in our review. So I picked this book uh, when we first started doing this um, as a way to entice uh, Zoe, who was very reluctant into agreeing to podcast. She's not much for putting herself out there. And it worked. So what was your initial reaction to this book when you first read it? I really enjoyed it. Like, I really enjoyed it. It was (laughs) as an enticing... Uh, an enticement opportunity I don't know what, what, what we're calling it this this lure <laughs> that you've given me uh, totally worked I was lured in yeah I was hooked it was a great it was a great little story what what, what, what yeah. did you think after picking it so I kind of cheated there's this app called chapters where you can sort of read like little smutty romance books um kind of like a chapter for every like four hours or however long it takes you for your your time to regenerate. I hate that reading model. I really do. But it gave me, so I got two or three chapters in and I kind of went, actually, you know what? I just want to read this. So I went out and found it. There is an audiobook version that's like two or three hours long. It's not a very... It's a short story as opposed to a novel. Yeah. I think um, on our copy, on our devices, it worked out at like 69 or 70 pages. It was totally 69. I I totally want to remember it as 69 pages, personally. Uh, What ratings would you give the the book, the story? I gave the book slash short story. I'm going to call, we're going to call this a short story. Like, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Four out of five. Yeah. 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 I thought the pacing was quite good. The the grammar was grand. Like the dialogue mm-hmm. was snappy and where it needed to be. Um, mm-hmm. There was a couple of things that like stood out as inconsistencies, but we come across we came across this before where the author uh, the maybe the author's language first language is in English, so some phrasing wouldn't be what we what I was used to. Mm, there's also the the American the, and uh, the the American aspect, yeah. So hence the four out of five, and for mm-hmm. the smut, I gave it four out of five also because it was very smutty and very mm-hmm. good. <laughs> I agree with those those ratings. Um, I gave it a kind of a three and a half for for the writing. Sure, 
Uh, I would prefer there to be a little bit more plot, but you know what? It does what it says in the tin. Mm-hmm. You're not reading this short story for for plot. You're reading it for the the very detailed threesome that it it entails. So I gave it. I actually gave it five stars for Smut. Woo! It did exactly what it said on the tin, yeah. and it didn't fade to black. No, it did at not at all. And I'd say this book is seventy percent Smut. Oh yeah, like from the get go, there was this story. Sorry, is is about seventy percent Smut. You have almost. So, you know, if you're watching porn and there's like this thin veneer of a story, that's what this story is. Yeah. It's like a thin veneer of a story that's really well put together that that kind of just ties all the smut moments together Mm -hmm. really nicely. So, five for the smut. I approve. Totally fair. Let's talk characters. Of which we can remember some of them. Some of them. <laughs> yeah, so bear in mind that we did read this a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've, we have to, we had to kind of refresh our memory slightly <laughs> as yeah. the characters. Yeah, like, I don't think you needed to have, you, you, you didn't really develop a strong relationship with any of the characters because it was short. So that. I think, I think Tally. Like, Tally, Connor, and Theron. Theron, Like, yeah. the three people that you're supposed to care about. Yeah. I mean, I kind of care about them. They, 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 were, they were good people. Yeah. They deserve some happy sex times. Which, which they get. Which they do get. A lot. I really liked the, the matchmaker, Jerry. Jerry was fun. I, yeah, I really liked Jerry. She was great. Jerry is... She's one of the boys' aunts. And I can't remember which one. I think in I think she's an aunt in like the pack sense, is she? Very likely then. Yeah. As in like she she is a she's an older woman who who is respected but is not an elder. Yeah. Yeah, that's the kind of vibe. I yeah. loved her. I thought she was great. Yeah. A uh, great center point for the story. Great character to get everybody together or what would you call them like a glue character there's a better there's a better word for that i know i i don't know it though like yeah she she, she's kind of the the catalyst to get all of this going questionably needed because so at the very beginning of this uh tally's in her her corridor outside her apartment the boys rock up and it's immediate chemistry so, whether or not Jerry was entirely needed in that sense, but she certainly, like, pushed them in the right direction. I think she was needed for 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 Tally to fully mm-hmm. get on board. Yeah. Because, like, the whole what? hook was the wedding, right? That's Yeah, that's that, what she... she needed a date mm-hmm. for her cousin's wedding that her ex is getting an invite to. And I'd love to say that that would never happen, but I happen to know for a fact that I have a particular ex that if there was a family wedding, he would be invited to. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. So this is a scenario that we can all relate to, mm-hmm. or, e- or not even a wedding, just any event where you want to show up and you want to look good and successful in front of people that maybe you haven't seen for a while. Mm-hmm. It's a whole wedding date scenario. You need a date for the you wedding. You need a date, yeah. It's going to show up everyone and it just so happens that there was a dating agency just down the hall yeah convenient but uh her friend nita uh pushed this i like nita actually i i very much like nita nita was a Uh, like a straight talking you know no bullshit who gives a fuck what anybody thinks just do it (laughs) go really good supporting best friend character yeah and like We'll get into the throwdown at the wedding in a bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you think that the story and the premise and that were believable? Like, were you immediately on board with everything when they started mentioning shifters and that kind of lark? I, I, I agree. Like, if you don't buy into the premise, which is very much front and center on the blurb, mm-hmm. you're really unlikely to pick this up. And it's not like you need to build the world up, you know? It's not like, even though it's a series of books, it's not going to go into this whole, here's the scenery, here's all the wildlife here. You know, you don't get that typical world building. You just have to accept it from the get-go. And I kind of like that. Like, you know, there's no faffing about then. (laughs) You're just in it. No, everything was like really familiar. It was a city setting, Mm -hmm. an apartment block, Mm -hmm. you know, a wedding... A, a bit of a park situation and then like the the outlands that, that that's the wrong word like there were fields and lakes and everything within a drive within a reasonable drive i don't even remember what city i don't think it matters what city it was i don't think it does it's just it, it's a city yeah i imagine it's, it's a slightly bigger urban setting maybe not quite like is something as big as New York, but it's not a rural mm-hmm. town. Yeah, is what I picture. Same, but yeah, like if you don't buy the premise, you're not going to pick the book up. But I, I appreciate that that it's so front and center. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what you're getting. Yeah, like I I I like that in a straightforward short story. Mm-hmm. everything's nice and self-contained it's like yep this is the world shifters are a thing Tal- tally knows about them like it's just common knowledge mm-hmm. Let, let's get into the shifters are a thing but okay they're wolves they're they're shifter wolves or werewolves whatever you want to you want to go with that you don't get bitten to be turned into a shifter in this story oh no <laughs> No, you don't. <laughs> uh, the the process of, of becoming a shifter in this story, at least in Tally's case, mm-hmm. is you need someone in your vagina, someone doing anal, mm-hmm. and both of them biting your neck at the same time. So you all have this, this magical timed orgasm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's how you become... A shifter. Which realistically sounds like the best fucking way to go. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to do it like that, 
that doesn't sound in any way painful. Like if you're going to become something else, I, I'm flashing back to Wolverine with his needles into the bone structure, adamantium being injected. It's like if you're going to turn into something bitten during a three-way or a horrible science experiment, I'm going to go with bitten during a three-way. <laughs> Um, I would like to point out for anybody listening that is about to nerd rage out, Zoe is fully aware that that's not how he became a mutant. Oh, yeah. That's just, I just how the adamantium, the adamantium I'm being very specific about how the adamantium <laughs> cut into a system. Yes, thank you. For we know about right. the bone claws. We, we know all about that. Um, just before, I, I, I'm just cutting it off there. We are we are fully aware of how this shit went down. Thanks, pal. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I genuinely think that should be like a selling point. Yeah. You want to become a shifter? This is what you need to do. Yeah. Rather than be careful on the moors. There's a full moon. <laughs> it's like, no, if you want this to happen, you just need to get laid like, and have the best sex of your life. I wonder, does the ability to have an orgasm come into play at all? Like, what if you were in that scenario, bite, bite, penetration, penetration, but you just weren't feeling it, like, down there. I genuinely think that from the read of it, you were into it. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's look at a little excerpt, and I'll just pull this up. Yeah, that's a good call. Just after coming to an interesting uh, bit here, where Tally is first discussing the threesome aspect. And brings up the, how long? You want me as a lover? Shared between the two of you for a while? So if one of you gets tired of me, does the other one get me? Or do you both pretty much go with mutual votes? And they were I so mean, offended when she asked. They were so offended. <laughs> I loved their reaction. Yeah. yeah, they were both grossly offended by the fact that they would, she would be rejected by either of them. These are men that love women. Yeah. Like, not just in a, oh, you're my partner type way. No, 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 no. This is like your fucking threesome worship fantasy. Mm-hmm. I, I could get on board with that. I'm, I'm just saying. Are you looking for another excerpt? I'm looking for the one where she gets turned. Oh, yeah. Actually, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't spoil it. It's hot. It you, is, you it is a really it. hot scene. Yeah, you you know, standout smut moments gotta be gotta mm-hmm. be that scene. Yeah, no so if you like a book or a story or anything like that with a lot of detail that doesn't just kinda go, Oh, it was so good and like everyone was moaning and it was like it's far more detailed than just like a sensual read. Yeah. Like, this is a get down and dirty kind of read. Yeah, there wasn't, like, super flowery language used. There was, like, no, I'm going to fuck filthy. you hard. And that's how it's yeah. going to go. And you're liking it. Yeah. So, there's a line here. Our mating process isn't over until we've both had you every way possible. Once we have, then you can have all the warm baths you want. Until then, we fuck. Like, yeah. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Upfront, mm-hmm. honest. Upfront, honest. Everything's there. No holds barred. 
And like you get this from maybe the second or third chapter. I think it was like the third chapter was the first sex scene. I don't remember. All I remember is that they go out, mm-hmm. they meet the jerk ex-husband. That was the setup. And his, yeah, and the somewhat, somewhat nice question mark-ish girlfriend. Candy. Like, she seems to be Candy. Candy's inoffensive. Candy is inoffensive, yeah. Candy, Candy is Candy. She's just kind of trying to do her own thing and doesn't quite get the tension that's happening but she also seems to be not the bad guy yeah she's very much just a like a two-dimensional kind of character she's there to serve Mm -hmm. a purpose but i do appreciate that it said from the outset that like there was cheating involved Mm -hmm. but candy doesn't get the shit for it no the ex-husband gets the shit for it and i'm like yes Thank you. Because, like, okay, yeah, sometimes it could be the other woman's fault. But if it's your husband, Mm -hmm. then it's his fault. This is on him. He broke the vow. This, Yeah, like, she may not have known. Well, that's true. And it doesn't really go into that either. Like, you don't get that backstory. It's briefly mentioned. Like, this is something that you want a quick, light, isn't the word because it's hot and heavy Mm -hmm. but you want a a quick read this this is what'll do it for you if you don't like watching porn yeah agreed it serves a purpose Mm -hmm. in a fun way like in a really fun way it's it's a really really fun read and it just to follow on from the the ratings the book ratings right so yeah. like in terms of the writing and you're saying it's a fun read like what did you enjoy most about the writing aspect it didn't pretend to be something it wasn't everything was kind of she had so she had the story beats the the meeting the guys mm-hmm. the agreeing to to the date the the wedding situation then there's the there's a pack thing afterwards, which we'll get into a little bit. But there was in no way, shape or form an, a, an attempt to kind of make this more than what it was. No. Every situation that was presented was an excuse to have them fuck at some point. Yeah. So. And like, yeah, no, I, I, I like that. I like that there wasn't any artifice. I like that it was, it was clean. It was well presented. But it didn't try and pat it out. No, and I, I liked that too. I liked that there was nothing superfluous. So therefore, there was nothing that left us at the end thinking, oh, well, they didn't really explore that or they didn't really get mm-hmm. to this too much or that was glossed over. Like there was none of that. No, absolutely. Which was perfect. You got exactly the amount of story that you needed. Yeah. Like this is maybe depending on your reading speed this is maybe an hour and an hour and a half read yeah how long did it take you like About two that? hours because i'm slow <laughs> <laughs> i love that that's our dynamic like you're fast but the dyslexic and i'm slow <laughs> it's okay you just like to 
absorb and internalize what you're reading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And let me tell you something about Zoe, guys. She never forgets something she's read. Like, there may be moments where she needs to be reminded, but because she's so in-depth in her reading, it's almost like a steel trap, especially if it's within the last kind of two or three years. Yeah, that's pretty fair, actually. Yeah, good assessment. Yeah. Thanks, Kaya. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just don't want them thinking that you're actually slow. You're not. (laughs) Much appreciated. Look, guys, one of us has, like, a primo college degree, and it's not me. Um. <laughs> yeah, I suppose, like, when I'm reading things, I I don't, I don't really skim. Like, I, I'm looking at each word, and I'm taking everything. Yeah, you're right, I absorb. I absorb the information. Mm-hmm. Almost like I'm and learning it, just, it. And if it takes you three years to read something, well, you're just not going to forget it. Exactly. Yeah. It's there forever. <laughs> What did we think of the smut? I think we liked it. I loved the smut. I loved how she described the smut. My only issue with the smut was I hadn't a clue what the fuck was going on. Oh, really? Like, position-wise, I it took me, like, the first, I remember the first scene that came okay, up. Okay, okay, explain, explain to me where the issue was, because I could picture everything really clearly. Yeah, of course you could. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm the slow one. <laughs> We so the first scene, if you remember, is after the wedding date, like their first day. So they meet. Was it the chair? Is that the where you're chair, having? The chair. I'm having problems with the chair. Yeah. So <laughs> Karen has Tally pulled on top of him. I think at one point, and then he pulls her on top of the couch, and then Connor comes around and like sticks his dick in her mouth. But I've no idea mm-hmm. where her head is in relation to his dick. And like, if she's sitting on top of Theron, then... Getting railed. They yeah. have to be... Yeah, because it mentions her bouncing. Like, she's still bouncing yeah. on him. And I'm like, okay, but where is he? I couldn't picture it. Oh, like, okay. So, 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 picture an armchair. Thank you. Yes. Uh, if you have one in front of you, I, I can provide a... <laughs> a visual reference. <laughs> a visual reference here. Um, so, Theron is sitting in the chair. Mm-hmm. Tally on his lap. Front or back? It actually doesn't matter in this case, but in relation to the story, uh, her back is facing him. <laughs> yeah, so that's the way I... Okay. Yeah. And then Connor comes over. Uh-huh. And there's the blowjob. There's also the eating out, which I'm surprised you forgot. No, no, I'm I'm there I'm there for that because the blowjob happened after the eating out. So he's on yeah. his so Connor's on his knees in between her legs as she's forward facing him, back facing eating her out while she's getting railed. While she's getting railed. Yeah. And then he goes around the back of the chair and she leans back and takes him in her mouth. I pictured it as he was going around to the side of the chair. So See, if you're in the chair, you're leaning back like that, and he's there. Okay, right. See, it felt like it was to the side, because back felt like it would be too uncomfortable, like it didn't make any sense. But I forgot that they're really tall. Like, she's 5'4", and they're described as a good foot taller than her. Yeah. So Yeah, they're, they're between 6 foot and 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. 
in or around there. And for all of our friends in the metric, I believe that is between 180 and 195 centimeters. I could be wrong about that, but I think it's in and around I there. I think you're right. Yeah, 180 sounds about right for like 6'4". All I remember is PewDiePie is always saying that he's 180. <laughs> <laughs> so apart from the logistics of the chair scenario, like mm-hmm. that, that was, that was mostly. Is that the, the only one? I think that was mostly okay. the confusing bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we enjoy the smut. Yeah. Big time. Like when I'm reading fanfic, this is the type of smut that I go in for. Ah. Not what we had read before together. Not the fluffy smut. No, it's like, there's the, like, there's something to be said for, like, soft core sensual, like, you're kind of just in the moment coasting along. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then there's the, you know what, you just want to get where you want to go. Yeah. If you're already warmed up, this mm-hmm. is the kind of smut that you want. Yeah. Whereas if you need yeah. to be warmed up, if you want a big, long, sensual build-up, then maybe, you know, quick and dirty isn't isn't the way to go. No, this is the type of thing, like, to equate it to porn. This is what you would be watching if you need to leave the house in five minutes. And you just need someone, something to take the edge off. <laughs> just need to whack one out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and the the visuals I thought like that she did use were great, especially in the f- in the first one, because everything was like clothes flew off, and you could just picture you know clothes flying through the mm-hmm. air, Cinderella style, yeah. back into wardrobes or on the floor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, would you consider it realistic sex? Um. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there's no kind of weird contortions that you're there, kind of, like with the exception of the chair thing for Zoe, but I think there was a logistical like issue there. Um, it was a comprehension issue <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs> you you kind of just needed that like mental visual going I'm on. very visual as a person. Like if I can't picture it, I'm stuck. <laughs> no, which is why what you guys didn't see is me kind of like, miming what was going on and positioning um, which you're just not going to see uh, <laughs> that's what your imagination is for that's why we read books <laughs> yeah uh, nothing in this struck me as unrealistic no apart I, I don't know how the only like in terms of the sex no but in terms of story if you were set up with two guys for the first time would you take them home on the first date, I don't know. Well, it wasn't presented as she's taking them home. They walk her home and she invites them in and she sits on the armchair and they sit on the couch. Yeah. So it's not so it's not kind of presented as a she's taking two guys home. Mm-hmm. Which is fine if that's your jam, then that's your jam. And and no it, judgment at all, just I it, for me slight jealousy for me well i mean a little bit yeah a little bit i think it just goes to or it speaks to the trust she has in jerry mrs wilder mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that she t- feels totally safe with these men that she doesn't feel like she's in any kind of danger well they've also kind of they've been pretty like cool with her mm-hmm. up to this point as well 
Like, uh, we, when we, the first kind of date experience is a run in with her ex at the rehearsal. That's what it's called. The, the wedding rehearsal. Mm-hmm. And like, they immediately stand up for her. And not like in a super sleazy way. It's like in a genuine, like, wow, you're being super rude right now and you need to step off. And she didn't, like, even believe that at the start either, which I think made her more believable as well. Like, she was like, oh, they're oh, putting on a great show. Oh, I thought she was 100%. Show. Yeah, she was 100% believable. Uh, I liked, yeah, I liked her. Now, this is basically a Disney romance, though, in that they're all together a week, I think. Yeah. but again we kind of have to just accept that that's the timeline or whatever that's the pacing I thought the pacing was good oh yeah oh yeah no it seems to so it does seem to be a bit of a trope within these paranormal stories I don't know how far you've gotten with our current book Zoe Um, (laughs) she hasn't gotten very far at all it's not done yet but it is it, it is another kind of immediate attraction yeah which yeah, okay. You're 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 writing a book. You're not writing a saga. Yeah. Things need to happen with a certain amount of, you know, a bit of get up and go. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, that's what's required and I yeah. think when you're going into But it was done nicely. It was done really nicely and you got to you got to know what you're getting into like mm-hmm. and accept that if that's what you're looking for that's not what you're, you're gonna get here no if you're looking for like a slow burn this is, this is not a slow burn you get maybe 20 pages before the first sex happens if that you know yeah, i don't even think it is that <laughs> i don't think so either I'm, I'm trying to be generous kind of considering how long the the, the now we did say we were going to get back to uh, the pack issue so in terms of the story tension points we've got the wedding date we've got them looking for their third triad and also the pack accepting a human mm-hmm. as a potential mate so here's where i have a problem because it's kind of built up that this pack thing is is a real issue it's mentioned in the blurb. Uh, it's mentioned a number of times throughout. Mm-hmm. You see a number of kind of like instances where a female member of the pack is like, she's not good enough. She's blah, 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 blah. So here's where I have a problem. In order to be accepted, she needs to be... So in order to be accepted in the pack... She needs to be above any objections and to meet them face mm-hmm. So by the time she meets the pack, she has already been turned. Oh, yeah. And this is where this is where I have a bit of a it was never not going to go her way. But if it didn't go her way, like she's kind of become a werewolf and all of a sudden, like, the the guys who, who turned her are going to have, like, another third. and Yeah, it didn't really... Timeline-wise, that didn't make sense to me either, why she was turned first. Well, she was turned first, so if they did have an objection, she could fight it she out. She could handle herself. Yeah. yeah. 
and that's why she was turned first. Now, this was never going to not go her way. Yeah, I suppose we don't really know how she felt about shifters, if she'd ever considered becoming one, if that was the reality of that universe, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. maybe this is something she's thought about before and was totally on board with, but we just don't know. Yeah, we don't know how open the shifter community is in the wider world whether by becoming a shifter now the boys are 100% behind her and are like you know we we accept you like it doesn't matter what the others say Mm -hmm. whereas in reality it kind of matters what the others say because you don't want to have dissension in the ranks but you know romance novel it was built up and up and up and up and it kind of just fell it was a little bit of a flat point like I wouldn't call that anything major and in terms of writing like you could have written yourself out of that too if the pack didn't accept her at all Mm. then it could be a case of well we want her so fuck you pack and they could just go off and make their own pack there's an out i'm just saying no no there, there there was an out and it finished on a bit of a high because there's more sex um but it, it was just if i have a nitpick yeah and it's why i gave it like a three and a half for writing sure. it's this so the the tension with the ex felt real yeah i was there for that the tension with the pack felt forced but in terms of supernatural rules packs being wary of outsiders and human mates like you said this is a thing this is a wary of outsiders and human mates yes I am 100% there for that but I just feel like the way it's handled in this which kind of wound up in a bit of a brawl ish type thing yeah I mean I do get the you know you're going to be alpha So you need to be able to uh, hold your ground. Like that that is a necessity. But I kind of feel like that should have been meted out before you're turned. Yeah, like maybe there was a series of challenges she had to overcome to be considered to be turned for Mm -hmm. the purposes of mating. You know, like what's her test your strength as a human, prove your worth, then do the turning. Yeah, like a little bit of a last crusade type thing. Yeah, like I'm I'm in agreement with you completely. We're at the very end of it, instead of like getting the holy grail, it it's Theron and Connor on a bed. <laughs> After this obstacle course. <laughs> the holy trident. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, since we're talking about it, what did you think of the the dynamics? So in this universe, um, the alpha is Teron, who is more aggressive. You know, he, he's the darker of the two. I was very much picturing uh, Jimmy Angelo in Practical Magic. Jimmy Angeloff. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy but Angelo. was he not... Yeah. So, again, maybe I'm getting mixed up. Teron. I thought Teron was the one with the blonde, with the white no, t-shirt. And this. Was Connor not in the suit? Was Connor not like the more Hello. businessy looking dude? Connor was more business, but I thought he had lighter hair. See, well, well, yeah. Do you know what? Pause and we can check. 
Yeah. yeah. So first meeting is we almost missed it. Deep rumbling voice. The voice belonged to a big bulky tree of a man with shoulder length hair, wearing a black tee, torn jeans and biker jacket. Uh, the first guy with his big body, rough, rugged looks made her stare. This one made her mute, almost as tall, which meant they were both over a foot taller than her 5'4". GQ, white collared shirt, folded sleeves to show his forearms, black slacks and dimpled smile made his blue eyes sparkle. Um, Tally. So her attention shifted to tall, blonde and sexy. A soft growl sounded from him. She blinked her eyes behind her glasses. Wow. Then it hit her. They were shifters. Both of the men in the elevator were also super dangerous. She cleared her throat. Her vision, her vision not once wavering from blue eyes. I'm Connor. Definitely. Okay. So I had that so completely the opposite. But do you get eyes. what from reading it just there? Like it's like the first person she saw is what I was associating with Theron as the alpha. Well, no, Theron is the alpha. Yeah, as in it's described as the oh, first the person I saw was the blo- long yeah. hair, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it doesn't mention hair color in the first one. Yeah, and then it does it again. It goes blonde. It so does. I still thought she was talking about the first you, one. You were still on the, yeah. I reread that like That's yesterday fair. as well. I was like. <gasps> I, I also had a bit of a leg up on you in this. So when you're reading the chapters mm-hmm. thing. It's kind of like a, a visual novel story time. So you got a visual representation of Tally uh, and you got a visual representation of of the two boys. So I knew from that as mm-hmm. well. So that was a bit of a leg up. Beca- and because I had those images in my head. It was easier for you to associate. It was easier yeah. to, to, to parse. And maybe I didn't even... Maybe I didn't even notice when I was reading it because I had that visual representation as well. Or it could just be my fucking own bias thinking like alpha rugged biker dude and empath is muted, darker, demure. Ah, so the alpha is the the rugged biker dude. That's Theron. Connor is the the GQ. Yeah, yeah, that's that's okay. So I had that right sensitive. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was just hair colors that you were a bit mixed up on. Which, in fairness, on reading that, I I can see where you're coming from. Okay, and definitely much of that I'm sure will be cut out anyway because we kind of just on, went on a little. I mean, well, no, I think part of it because it's all you know. If if we're if we're rejoining you on a weird cut, uh, we we may have tangented slightly, um, so. We're, we're talking about uh, the, the dynamics. dynamics. So you have yeah. Heron, who is the alpha. So in this verse, the alpha is kind of strong, masculine, like the alpha guy kind of aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Tall, muscular, you know, he's described as a tree of a guy. And then you have Connor, who is Omega. So in this... Uh, verse the omega is the empathic one so the alpha and omega have to work together to provide a balanced leadership for uh for the pack which is kind of sort of what happens in fan fiction but there's we're not gonna we're not gonna get into that because 
in fan fiction. You know what? No, no, we're not. We're not going to do it. <laughs> She's like, I really want to do it, though. I want to go there and rant. <laughs> it, it's a bit of a rant, and it's a gender rant, and we're not. Okay, getting we're not going to get into it right now. You were asking about the dynamics. And how you felt and how about I felt them. about them. I really enjoyed the dynamic, the Alpha Omega dynamic uh, in this particular mm-hmm. universe. I thought that having that balance in w- suited the threesome. Like if you're going to have a three-way mm-hmm. and it not just be about the sex, it'd be about the the partnership and the becoming one and the, the connecting. Like mm-hmm. I thought that brought another level of depth to it. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. fucking, you know, that it meant something to them, that it was leading to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just fucking, you know what I mean? It was fucking with yeah. a purpose. Yeah, so you had uh, Peron, who is very much all one personality mm-hmm. type. Now, he still had emotions and he still cared, but he was far more hot and cold as opposed to Connor, who seemed to be more leveled out, which is D Omega's job description in this yeah. class. And then you had Tally, who was a mix of the two, who could run very hot and cold, mm-hmm. but was also able to kind of take that step back and be that little bit more, okay, well, you know, We'll sort this out. Yeah. And I really enjoyed how they spoke the dialogue between Connor and Theron. She's smiling. Yeah. She's smi- why are you smiling? <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just mentally counting up how many times Connor says clit in this story. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But I mean specifically with regard to their dynamic, right? They're supposed to be mm-hmm. bonded and connected. And when I was reading it, uh, it felt like that it came across how they spoke was like they felt like a couple yeah like they were twins or they were they had the one thought process and as soon as one person stopped speaking the other person began what did mm-hmm. I have as an example we are going to reiterate this is not an incest story they are not in fact no, twins they just like twins the dynamic <laughs> yeah would talk well yeah like yeah, but one of them one <laughs> of them says on the introduction oh we're your dates tally and she's like wait what and the other's like would you reject us and i heard it <laughs> like one mm-hmm. person's voice which finishing yeah, the sentences yeah which i thought great that hence the four out of five for writing because if their relationship was meant to be symbiotic then it came across that way yeah uh the wind just picked up if, if so if you're hearing like a dull roar outside uh, and it doesn't get cut out by our editor. It's very windy here today. It's so windy, in fact, that it is being picked up quite strongly on this way. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's why I was laughing. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What did you think of their dynamic? I like their dynamic. Yeah. But because of the fan fiction, their dynamic wasn't something that was wholly unfamiliar to me. Sure. Um, so... It, it was it was really nicely handled though mm-hmm. where it did feel more of a a partnership than certain things that I have read mm-hmm. um, but no I, I liked it I liked that Tally felt that she could go to Connor for certain things and she could go to Theron as well but she felt more comfortable because he was a little bit more kind of 
even keeled about everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Definitely. Yeah, you weren't just tied down to one type of partner. No. Like, you had everything you wanted into in both in both yeah which yeah which i think is, was part of the hotness of the story it, it really was <laughs> it was like they were both rough and ready connor was very i'm not gonna say delicate about it but he was kind of delicate about it until it got started and then he was like a fucking animal and Theron was an awful lot more could get frustrated easily but recognize that he got frustrated easily and like distanced himself from a, a subject that was making him that frustrated so you know qualities you want like, in a leader yeah it's sort of like you know that passion versus you know it's passion versus sensitivity yeah and because she had one of each she kind of had everything, which is sort of where the jealousy thing comes in and the envy and this. Yeah. Oh, I want that. Yeah. So good work, Millie. Good mm-hmm. work. Definitely. Did you learn anything new and exciting in this book? That I want two guys that have everything? That'd be nice. <laughs> no. Well, I mean. Other, other than the jealousy we, we, aspect. We had a read uh, where you realized you didn't know what the word twink meant oh yeah yeah that's true yeah so i'm just wondering was there anything new here for you the only new thing that i came across was the alpha omega uh aspect dynamic yeah like i hadn't read anything like that before like i come across it in film and tv like it mentioned in werewolf stories but definitely alpha so yeah i didn't know anything about the dynamic or what the roles were meant to be um Mm. so that was new and exciting in a smut context Mm. that was new and exciting in a smut context Mm -hmm. for me (laughs) (laughs) what about you you you've already Um, you've already familiar with it so was there anything new for you was there anything exciting if it wasn't new i mean crickets (laughs) (laughs) that's a no (laughs) no 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 no. like because i was familiar with most things i didn't have that novel excitement sure but i do think that i would definitely be interested uh, to read a little bit more from this author leading us next (laughs) leading us nicely now that that you draw attention to it (laughs) I, I'm stumbling over my words and I'm proper this morning. <laughs> which, which is going to be interesting because this is recording one of two. <laughs> Big day! <laughs> we just want to get on top of things, guys, so we can actually have a week off every once in a while. Not Yay! that we don't like to be on the bottom of things from time to time. You know, whatever you're into. I always like being on top. Same. <laughs> Yeah, so would we re- re- would we read more? <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Would we read more? Yes. I think so. Yeah. I think so. And there's a whole series of books, as I as we've said before, like the Paranormal Dating Agency is a quite a, a storied list of things. We said that after the first re- after the first read, we both agreed that we would 
happily read more like the the whole paranormal dating age that, that was mm-hmm. my thing wasn't it that I was saying it's like oh they well, should make well, that a series and she yeah. did and she did uh currently on book 26 wolfing her down nice so you know I I, I wonder if this one is just wolves or if there's a little bit of necrophilia thrown in oh and it wasn't just wolves in the story either there was mention of bears as well there yeah, was bear there's shifting. a bear shifter which i believe is the second book uh-huh. uh, her best friend dated once a bear shifter and i believe having not read it and only surmising from the synopsis of the next one she's going back Ooh, back in bed with a bear um you also have dragons lions lions and tigers and bears oh my i don't know there's something called scrooge me again i don't know what kind of animals that would have uh, <laughs> there 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 appears to be aliens discover an, a brand new race of alpha males ready to find their mates cool. in a dangerous warrior planet. Jerry's in it. I love Jerry. I yeah, think Jerry's in it. I love so her. Jerry I'll, is I'll, we'll, the paranormal dating yeah, agency. Yeah, totally, totally read more. So, totally recommend mm-hmm. to a friend. Kiss my asteroid. The Kiss names alone. Like. Yeah, the names alone are, are brilliant. Like genuinely brilliant. Absolutely no sarcasm from me on this one. Unusual enough. Yeah. So, what are our final thoughts? Do we read again? Would we recommend well, I feel like to we've a friend? Into that, but yeah, how do we yes feel and about yes. it? Would read again. Would recommend to a friend. Like I'd pick, I'd keep that as a go-to read. Should the mood take me, and take you a chal in a manly fashion. No, I I agree. Like having read this, even the first time, it was something that I was like, I can lure people. I can lure and entice certain individuals into agreeing with my podcasting. Uh, guy is the evil genius behind this, this, guys. And it worked. It totally did. It worked. And she was totally on board afterwards. And then we had a few hiccups that we may mm-hmm. review in the future under a different lens. But no, I, I think it was. I think it was good and would read again. I'm trying to think of a furry pun, but I'm not coming. So, Co- nothing's coming to me. No yipping. No yipping for you? Yipping. Yipping. Okay. Kinks galore. Follow us on uh, our Instagram, which is the Literotica Book Club. We have a Facebook group, the Literotica Book Club. Or if you have any good recommendations that you'd like to send us, our Gmail is literoticabookclub at gmail.com. Thank you and good night. Bye. Bye-bye. Yiffing. It's yiffing. Yiffing. <laughs>